Credit card. Welcome to another journey in trying to find out where did I park. I'm your host, Chris, better known as CP, and I'm here to park some of my thoughts and feelings so I can clear my head and get my life together. So here goes nothing. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. I had stuff to do. Uh, Speaking of which, um, man, I am upset at myself. I procrastinated like nobody's business. I knew when the tax deadline was. I knew when it was before it got extended. Um, I didn't know it got extended, so I was about to trip, uh, but my wife told me. And I literally waited all the way up until two days before, and then I waited for one day before. And I mean, I did it, but for no reason. There wasn't anything so pressing. Um, I wasn't as stressed as I've been in the past with, you know, different taxes and stuff coming out. It it worked out pretty well. Worked out in our favor for once or once every blue moon. So I'm thankful about that. But I'm doing them, I'm plugging them, chugging them. And of course, out of nowhere, the young boy starts crying and waking up and coughing. And I got to get him some medicine and then he's sleepy and wants to be held and wants some attention. And I'm like, I really got to submit these receipts. I really got to get these documents done. Um, but that's my fault. That's nobody else's fault. That's not his fault for waking up and, you know, needing some attention. Uh, it's my fault for letting it linger this long. Had a full day, so I wasn't able to kind of spend all day chipping away at it or spend time in the morning. Um, I basically waited till I had about five hours to do it, and I needed five and a half. Um, but I got it done. We worked it out. Uh, Uncle Sam was on my neck for a minute, but I, you know, a few clicks later and a few things happened, and I was back in good graces. But um, man. I almost wish I just would have had the regular deadline because I, I let that thing play out. And again, for no reason, there's so many things we do in life and there's no reason why we let them linger that long. Whether it's our gas tank, whether it's food in the fridge, whether it's, you know, bills, taxes, life decisions. And some of those can hurt you. I've been hurt in the past um, by just my ineptitude. Uh, and that's, Man, if there's there's nothing like a due date or a deadline to let you know how you're doing in life. And uh, I failed. <laughs> I am uh, happy I can laugh about it, but I got to do better. This may be the last time I do my taxes or our taxes, I should say, um, by myself or without any you know physical help right in front of me or maybe set it and forget it. I think in the past I've just been so worried because I knew I was going to owe money anyway. And I'm like. So you want me to owe money and give it to somebody else and owe them for showing me that I owe money. That sounds like double owed money. Who told you that? But you live and you learn and hopefully I've learned a little bit more and I've learned a little bit better and I can do better in my life. So yeah, that might be it, man. I'm not built for that life anymore. Not that pressure. But what I am built for is fatherhood. I just want to take a couple of minutes to, uh, just shout out dad life, just shout out um, parent life. 
Uh, all three boys are doing remarkable in their situations and stations. Um, Jax, my oldest, is killing in school. Uh, teachers are running out of work and apps and assignments to give them. Uh, he's nerding out, reading a bunch of books. It's great. Um, but aside from that, uh, baseball season's gone well. Tied for first, um, going into the playoffs. And he made the all-star team, so he's going to be playing baseball all summer. Uh, so I'm excited for him. Um, I'm excited that he's going to get some some new action in some new places and see new faces. And uh, he's going to see some new coaches. And, you know, there's potential for him to not do well. Um, but I've talked to him. I want him to understand that, you know, I'm proud of him and we're proud of him. And, you know, it's up to him to represent. And how he plays is going to be a reflection of how he practices. And so I think he's ready. Uh, I think he's ready for whatever, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. So I'm excited about that. Uh, but he's doing well. Um, middle child Jace is blowing through pre-K and um, picking up words left and right, starting to read, starting to sling them together, um, full of energy. Anybody who knows Jace knows what he's about. So he's uh, he's everywhere and everything at the same time. It's pretty great, uh, including a headache. And then lastly... Uh, the baby boy, Drew, just turned two. If you look in the archives of this very podcast, episode number five was right when he was born. It was talking about when he got here and how he got here and everything else and just what our mindset was. And it's crazy to listen to that and then come into here, episode whatever we're in, and he's two. So, like, it's crazy to think that this podcast has been long, been alive as long as he has. And it's almost like we're growing together and learning together. Uh, it's a good mile marker. Um, but he's, uh, you know, knocking out all the things that he's supposed to knock out a little bit big for his age. Um, you know, he's picking up on things from his brothers, from um, stumbling across education videos, from, you know, picking up things from us, uh, really in love with trucks. Trucks, 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 and trucks. <laughs> um, but man, he's doing well. And I just wanted to take this moment not only to you know say happy birthday, but also just be happy, man. Be proud and, and just be excited for you know where we're at in life and God's blessings and and what it looks like overall, man. It's just uh it's just a great time to be here. I'm proud of my unit. I'm proud of my tribe. I'm proud of my wife. Um, I'm proud of her accomplishments. I'm proud of her new certifications and new skills and new talents. And uh, just proud. I'm proud to be a part of this team. You know, whether you call me head of household or dad or husband or whatever. I don't know. Whatever you want to call me. I'm just glad you're calling it with me here with them. And, um, Man, it's just a good time, man. Uh, I, I love where I'm at, and I love who I'm here with. And I wish everybody have um, that type of peace and joy, not this specific family situation, but have that peace and joy in your life where you can love where you're at, what you're doing, and who you're with. And even if you're not where you want to be, I know I'm not where I want to be specifically, but just love the journey that you're on and love the way that you're going. Uh, especially if you're walking in faith and you know that, you know, you know what you've got coming or you know where it's going to be. 
Uh, you might not know how it's going to be, you know, when you get there or what it's going to look like when you get there, but you're confident and you're walking tall. So um, I pray that everybody has that type of feeling because it's a good feeling and I feel good about it. Uh, so good. I just wanted to take a few minutes to talk about it. So appreciate y'all. Um, on with the show, though, man. Dang, I'm excited. Now, I think with me being this excited, um, it kind of enables me to see when people aren't feeling that good. And I know the big talk of the town right now is, you know, Kwame Brown versus, you know, Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson and all the smoke. And, you know, there's plenty more details I, I talk about on uh, Ballers Union and, um, you know, that's usually where we do all the sports takes, but um, it's kind of bigger than sports. I definitely think he's making some good points. I think that, um, you know, anybody that played that much ball and, and was in the league that long and even on your same team can't be a bust and, and they shouldn't be insinuating or making the same jokes that the world has. And, and that's not saying that the world is right for making theirs, but um you know, I think sometimes you got to be real and sometimes you got to say enough is enough. And for where he's at in his life and what he's trying to do, he's probably reached a breaking point and it's probably long overdue. So I don't blame him, you know, for that. But looking at what he, I guess, does in his other interactions and, and what his situations look like, it doesn't seem like he's over it very well. And it doesn't seem like he was raised, taught, or mentored, or even counseled to um, get over things like that. And it seems like he's in dangerous territory. I know it's fun to be like, oh, he got him, he called him out, and all that stuff. But there's so much name calling, so much calling out his name, and just so much, you know, extra fuel to the fire. It doesn't need to be there. And, you know, it's almost so much that it's drowning out the points that you're making. If every other word is, you know, N-word and, and, you know, cussing somebody out and calling them out their name, how are they going to be able to see the actual good points that you're laying down? The parts where they're wrong or the parts where you're right or the part where you're literally just being your own man and saying that's enough. If we're getting tied up with all the words and all the slander, then we're going to miss the message and we're bound to repeat it. And hopefully he doesn't repeat it. And I feel like it, the the bad words or the bad connotations and bad feelings have been repeated to him so long, he's finally at a breaking point. But while everybody is celebrating the win and everybody is celebrating, you know, how hard he's going in on him, I just see a lot of pain. He just seems really hurt. And it's kind of concerning. Like, I hope somebody is really reaching out to him. Um... I hope somebody in his family unit or family circle or friendship circle is able to get their arms around him and just have a conversation with him. And shoot, honestly, maybe they do need to clear the air and, and get some of that smoke. Maybe they need to do it on Zoom so they don't uh, hurt anybody. But um, there's just so much pain. There's so much pain. It's, it's covering up the actual progress. It's covering up the actual movement. And all that he's doing is speaking out of pain. And if we let the pain do the talking, it's bound to manifest in different ways. And if you look at some of these other videos and everything else that he's starting to do, it seems like he's either trying to expand his repertoire or build his brand or rebrand himself 
out of this pain. And I hope he's getting what he's looking for, because even if he finds, you know, monetary success or um, status change or just acceptance, uh, won't nothing change until he gets that monkey off his back or that that steak gets well done, you know, and and off the grill, because otherwise you're just creating new ways to manifest your your anger, your hurt and your frustration. And it's warranted because, you know, he's lived a life and um, people have been unfair to him. But if he doesn't find that peace within himself, he's going to be in trouble. And I don't know if what he's doing is finding peace or is it just lashing out? And maybe he needs to lash out so he can get to it. But I think there's got to be a turn soon. I don't know where that is. I don't know what that looks like. Maybe, you know, Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson find theirs quicker because they're getting paid by Disney or or they, get, you know, got other things happening. Um, so I don't know. Either way, I can't lie. Some of it is funny. Some of it is like, ooh, that's real. But if you got to search through to get the real stuff, there's just too much around it. And I'm just not at a point in my life where I can entertain all that extra foolishness. It just... It's just so much pain, you see. It makes you feel bad before it makes you feel, you know, excited that he got his. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. I don't think anybody really wants that smoke. Sometimes when people back away, it's not that they're so so scared of you physically. Like, you know, oh, he's going to beat me up or um, he's going to do something to me. It's you seem unstable. Let me get away from you because I don't know, you couldn't put my ass with control. <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't filter, you know, your, your punishment or your get back. It would be an uncontrolled rage or you may not snap out of it or, or learn your lesson until it's too late. So let me, for my own safety and for your own safety, and maybe that's where the fear actually is. Let me back away and calm that down because if you don't, you could run into a situation where um, you proving yourself or you standing up for yourself lays everybody down. And at the end of the day, they're all 40 plus. Kwame Brown might be 37, 38, whatever. But, you know, Barnes and Jackson, they're over 40. Stephen A. Smith, who he's going at, is like 55 and, and, and been full of hot air since he's 25. What's the point? Like some things you got to let go and some things you got to sit back and be like, at the end of the day, what really is my old tale going to do to somebody who, who seemingly is crying out for help and might have some issues with stability? That seems like a setup for a loss in every way, form and function. So if I were them, I'd lay low. If I am, I'd get it out as soon as possible and then get help. I don't know what his mental health status stands like or stands at um but i hope it improves from here and here and here and here and while we're talking improving from here let me hit you with a little uplift so uh as another year rolls by you know last year uh we participated in a, a run challenge between two chapters in our organization um, the Omegas from North Carolina A&T and the Omegas from North Carolina Central. 
And we're doing it again. Uh, it's much more low-key this year. I think everybody is in a different place, in a different mindset. Um, work is back for some people. Family dynamics are different. Um, knees are a little more sore than they've been. Um, we've been sitting on our butts in quarantine for some. So life has just been a little different. But the quest for ultimate mental health stays the same. The drive for, you know, the... Uh, positive male role modeling and, and mental conditioning and um, being open and aware with each other is still, you know, at an all time high and still growing. So things are important. We scaled down the miles some a little bit just because it was a lot last time. Uh, but we're at it again. Still talking our junk, still having fun, still, you know, pushing each other on and in the name of mental health and in the name of, you know, being better and being better for each other and with each other and around each other. And so uh, here we are yet again. I caught a hot streak um, trying to attack some of these fitness goals. And so uh, my legs were turning and found myself running pretty good. And uh, I got to a point where I could finish what I started in uh, about half the time. So I was pretty excited. I went to lace them up and started looking at my time and knew what I needed to get done to finish. It was going to be a stretch, but I could do it. And throughout all my runs, I've always looked at this one left turn and said, man, I really want to take that turn and, and you know, get my feet on that part of the run. And I say, nah, that's a lot. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. Uh, I haven't scoped everything out yet. And one day I was taking Jackson to baseball and I happened to look down that way and I saw the bridge that I wanted to run to and I saw the street that I wanted to get to and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I can do that. It looks clean. It looks clear. Um, I don't see any, you know, snakes or anything wild or I don't see any, you know, crazy neighbors or, or anybody where I'd have to, you know, fear my safety. I'm going to do it. And so when I got to the point where I wanted to finish up my run and, and finish the challenge, I said, that'll be just enough distance for me to get out there. And I don't know when I'm going to come back to that side anyway, because I don't want to make this a habit. I'm going to do it. So I finally make the left turn and I'm going and it looks good. And there's some geese in my way, but they, you know, don't even put up a fight. They just let me kind of pass through. They made a little way for me. I hit the bridge and I, for one quick second, I was like, man, is this bridge sturdy enough? And I'm like, I drive it across it every day. So me running across should be fine. Clutched my phone tight so I didn't lose my phone over the bridge. Um, but I made it through. Then I started going down the street and it was good. Like I was checking out new scenery. It was a new environment. It was perfect. I was like, man, this is so good. I'm so glad I did this. I was, I felt so free. I felt so alive. I felt like I hadn't felt in a long time with my runs. Some of these runs had gotten monotonous. Some of these runs, you know, just downright sucked. Some of these just hadn't been good, but this one was good. I was feeling it. I was running hard. I was just new trees, new sites, new houses, new neighbors new cars. Like I was in the zone. And I looked at my watch and I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I'm, I'm picking up distance. And so then in my mind, I had thought that this is where the track ended. But when I looked, I still had a little bit more to go. So I went and I kept moving and the scenery stopped being as good as I wanted it to be. And the nice little breeze kind of went away and got replaced by the hot sun. And the, the flat land that I had scoped out with a couple little dips had turned into an uphill battle. 
And so here I am, I finally get to the point where it's time to turn around. And I'm like, man, that was a lot harder than I thought. And I'm a lot farther out than I thought, or further out, I can't remember. And so I start to go on a lot my way, because, you know, once you go out, you got to come back. It's kind of like what goes up must go down. And on the way back, it started to hit me like this is a lot harder than I thought. This is a lot more than I realized. I might have bit off more than I can chew. I might have more track ahead of me that I wasn't prepared for. And so that just instead of taking my time and regrouping and stopping and moving slower or, or taking a minute to rest, either finding some water or, or you know having one of my little energy pellets, I just pushed harder, maybe want to go harder. And I was like, yeah, that's the attitude. That's the answer. Just keep going harder because you'll get through it and you'll feel better. So I went harder and I, I felt like I was making record time. I passed the bridge again, passed the geese. And when I got to the point where I originally made the turn, what made the turn so exciting last time was that once you make the turn, you have a quick little sprint down this hill and then you go on about your way to the bridge. So going back up, I got to get back up that hill. And I'm fatigued. I'm a little bit worn out because I bit off more than I could chew. I knew I still had more to go. So I had to push through and I had wasted some energy on regrouping by moving faster. So it was a slow grind up that bridge or up that hill rather. But I got up there. But what I didn't account for was how out of breath I was and how out of time I was and just how out of shape I felt and how I wasn't as ready as I thought I was. I wasn't as prepared as I wanted to be. And I wasn't able to make it happen as much as I wanted to. But yet I still pushed through. So I gave myself a moral victory. But looking back, it really took a lot more out of me than I thought. And I should have been a little better. Well, long story short, I finished the run. Uh, I didn't finish in the time that I wanted. Didn't finish with the specific distance that I wanted. Uh, and it was a lot harder than I had planned because I saw something that I wanted to go after at least one time to feel, you know, a way that I hadn't felt in a while. And I went for it and I ended up paying the price. Why did I bring all this up for uplift? And the answer is because this is kind of what we're seeing now in the world, in the state, in the country. We see this new freedom. We see this shiny object we see this glittering um piece of normalcy that we want to get back to and so we're running to it we're, we're ignoring the fact that we don't know everything but it's something that we wanted to do and wanted to get to by a certain time so we're doing it we're feeling good we've got a little bit of history behind ourselves so we're just going to attack it it looks like that's where we want to be and so while we run to do that, once we get there, we start to realize that we're not as prepared as we thought we were. We're not as planned as we wanted to be. And even though we felt free due to some changes that we made, everything that's there, everything that was glittering about it isn't really gold. And we might not be as prepared as we wanted to be. So while the world gets vaccinated, your boy as well, you remember hearing about that. And while we're making improvements to where we can't wear, we don't have to wear masks everywhere and we can get back to normalcy and be free. Remember that nothing is the same as it once was. And all freedom isn't free. 
And normal is just a state of mind and being. And if you're and if that's where you're trying to get to, where are you at now? All we should do is make sure that we're being careful, that we're preparing as much as possible and that we're putting ourselves in the best shape to reach the place that we want to reach without having to turn around and regret it. This monster is still out here. It just took out one of my really good friends and frat brothers. Rest in peace, Fritz. But it's still here. This run that we're this race that we're running is still out here and we're looking at shiny new trails. But there's a lot of uphill battles that can take away and there's a lot of sunshine that can beam down on us to take away from that breeze and from the good feeling that we thought we wanted to chase. And we might find ourselves out of shape and, and not ready or not as ready as we wanted to be. So let's just make sure we're careful, we're calculated, and we're concentrating on doing the right things for the right people and not just running after a new trail or a new bridge because it's going to be a lot harder to get back to what we once knew. And we don't want to go back to where we came from. Life comes at you fast. I'm just trying to keep up with yesterday. But I'll be back soon to unload some more of the good, bad, and ugly. I hope you'll join me again. So once I get done cheering for my family, being careful, and hoping that everybody else is doing as well as I am, I'm definitely going to need some help trying to remember where did I park, park, park?